Shoot Your Shot Sports presents If It Has a Score, a podcast about movies, TV, sports, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hello, happy November 9th. Welcome back to another episode of If It Has a Score with Devin and Wes. Happy late daylight savings time. Oh, that was yeah, this that's weekend. right. For those of you that I celebrate, this one might be like the last one. Yeah, there's already some states that don't. Yeah, they don't do it anymore. So exactly. this one might be like our our last one, at least here in in uh, Chicagoland and Illinois. Good, um, good yeah. riddance. Good riddance. <laughs> I hate daylight savings, but I think um, it's supposed to stop after the next one. Got it. So like, I mean, it's going to be so dark so early in the morning and everything. I don't know. I I don't like that. Yeah, it's... I like. I want it to be light from like seven all the way to seven. Yeah, <laughs> like twelve hours of each. I think is fair. It's limited, but yeah, uh, the darkness. Like when you get to work and then when you're leaving work, it's always tough. Right, right. Well, anyway, I guess we'll get right into uh, news. Do you want to go first since I went last week? Sure, yeah. no problem. Um, we usually just do one, two, three. We do a few. There's obviously a lot that happens in each realm, but I'm going to do a little bit more, I guess. Um, but I'm going to do them. He's got 10 new stuff. Um, but we're going for four today, um, but I'm going to keep them more brief. Um, some have been ongoing for a few weeks. Some have been ongoing for years. Um, so if there's any of these that you would like to find more about, um, I suggest that you look into those because this could be an hour-long episode of just news. That's obviously like what all the uh, sports channels have been talking about is like a couple of these stories. Are you going to lightning round it? A little bit, a little bit. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Not to like say that they're not significant uh, by any means, but just there's plenty more information out there. Um, but the based on the structure of this show... Uh, keeping it more brief today. Um, so first, I believe this was chronological order of how these things happened. Um, so Dan and Tanya Snyder, they own the Washington Commanders, formerly the Washington football team. Uh, I believe that was two years ago now. Um, so they hired Bank of America's uh, BOFA Securities to consider potential transactions um, for selling the team. So this announcement came amid increasing pressure for them to sell the team um, from other owners in the NFL and fans and everybody in between. Um, so this has been regarding a toxic workplace and financial improperity. Um, that is also amid right now that there is a uh, federal criminal investigation um, for the way that they've been running the team for that um, oh, financial, um, uh, just things with taxes and just uh, a lot of things to uh, unpack there. You know, we've we've talked about this before, but all these like athletes and actors and all that who just end up like embezzling funds or mm -hmm. like not using finances properly. It's just like why <laughs> they already make so much money. I, I know. I guess I don't know. I think there's something with the psychology of it. Like once you like are in that position, like the, there's. I, I was talking to one of my buddies about this, and and there's like something that like money does like make you happier. 
up to a certain point and then it plateaus. So maybe yeah. they're just looking for that extra happiness, but like it's not going to happen. Right. So they're using other means um, to find success because they've already got more than enough money. So they're uh, striving for success or for achievement in other ways. Right. Um, yeah. It's just kind of one of those things uh, you can compare to other um professions i guess um but it's like the longer you're in it kind of the more opportunities to be corrupt there are i wouldn't say like every single person in a certain field is corrupt but uh-huh. you kind of find ways to navigate uh certain situations depending upon your respective field um next we have uh joshua primo so the former spurs guard um is reportedly under investigation over allegations of indecent exposure. This is following a lawsuit filed Thursday by ex-team psychologist. Um, and then this is in the state of Texas. Um, the Spurs are from San Antonio. Yeah. Um, they waived this player on October 28th um, because there were two other incidents of him exposing himself to... Um, officials on the team um and these apparently occurred in nevada and minnesota so while traveling with the team oh Um, okay so this is kind of something that was ongoing like i said so he was released uh it was a kind of surprise they kind of kept that in-house um but now that there's a lawsuit and there's i'm sure going to be multiple lawsuits um it's kind of hard to keep that on the down low now yeah absolutely yeah so they did what they had to do. They got him off of the team. Um, as soon as they, I guess, find out all the information, it was, it was conclusive. Um, but yeah, now the lawsuit, it's 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 in that court now uh, in terms of getting everything reprimanded uh, for the victims. Right, right. Um, on the topic of NBA still, um, there's Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn with the Nets. So he is currently suspended five games uh, from the Nets. And I don't know if you saw this on all at all on social media, but he endorsed an anti-Semitic film. And then when he was receiving backlash for that, he essentially refused to back down and to like rebuttal any of his uh, comments about it. Uh, he did, would not delete the post. Um, he was just keeping that stance. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Nets uh, side of him being suspended, uh, they want him to verbally apologize, complete sensitivity training, and meet with local Jewish leaders before he's allowed to return. I also see that there's a fine that is all going to be going to charity. Unfortunately, I don't have that in front of me, um, but... There is also a fine uh, since this news story that I have uh, did my research on. Yeah. All right. And then, last but not least, the Houston Astros won the World Series. We've been talking about the World Series. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Depending on who you are. Exactly. I did say that for last for that reason. I just hate to um, go down such a dark road. But unfortunately, um, that's just kind of what's been taking place um people embezzling funds and people um 
using hatred towards uh, other groups and just um, indecent exposure. I mean, the list goes on and on, unfortunately. Right. Um, but that's kind of just what's been going on. But at least, yeah, I we mean, have. It's, it's natural with the the season of anything. Like those will come. News, bad news will come out. Good news will come out. Back and forth. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> we just hear about it. Exactly. So, end on a high note a little bit there. Um, that, Unless they cheated again. Uh, <laughs> then it'd I know. be another bad news story. <laughs> I do want to keep my stuff a little bit brief. But yeah, that was... You You did mention that it depends on who you are, depending upon who you're rooting for. I think it was pretty much the people in the Texas and maybe some surrounding states mm-hmm. um, cheering for the Astros and then pretty much... Everybody else, everywhere else, voting. Yeah, uh, everyone else was um, like, yeah, I don't know. Rooting for the uh, Philly. Yeah, uh, kind of like it sucks when it comes to that in like the last game or the World Series or the the Super Bowl and all that. That's like the whole country's against your team. Yeah, everyone else is rooting for this team. I mean, it's a number of things. You mentioned it because I was mentioning it to you before recording. Um, they did get accused of cheating. And there was lots of news stories surrounding that. And their last World Series victory, um, it's been a little bit of that, kind of back and forth. It's kind of been happening all playoffs. Um, there's been some issues with spider tech and other advantages that pitchers could potentially be using. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like every team's GM and all the other players and media is kind of looking at other teams like are they cheating are they cheating are they doing this so it's kind of something that's just going on in the sport in general um kind of right now i'd say it's like a a little boy who cried wolf situation Mm -hmm. um so yeah as of right now i haven't seen anything too outrageous that like they they did it again um but they just were the team with the more advantage at this point the phillies were definitely the uh, underdog in this um, that's people usually root for the underdog they don't like cheering for teams that constantly win like the Warriors and Lakers and then your New England Patriots and right, right. things like that so it's a, just a combination of everything but yep that means the baseball is complete I got one sport off my plate so sorry I keep looking out the window there's a cat that just climbed a tree and now is running around outside so we might see the, the fire <laughs> Uh, firefighters here soon to get a cat out, <laughs> out of a tree. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's off my plate. Let's see what's on your plate this week. All right. So um, not too much news from my side of things. Uh, biggest story, in my opinion, I'm sure there's bigger stories, but mm. biggest story here is DC or Warner Brothers has has made a new um, film studio, DC Studios, which okay. now oversees. The film and TV side of DC projects. Uh, it's replacing DC Films, which was um, used in the past for all the films prior to, I believe, Black Adam. Um, well, I, I think Black Adam's technically that too. But now all movies that are, are being produced for DC characters are under this studio. And that includes both live action and animated films. Okay. So I guess the push is to just have like a little more... Um, uh, coherence between everything, cohesiveness, mm-hmm. uh, so that everything works together and really fits the tone that the studio is going for. And of the people that they chose to head this division is James Gunn, who okay. um, 
obviously did a fantastic job with Suicide Squad, the reboot. And, uh, you know, he's worked with Marvel on multiple projects as well. When it comes to, like, superhero projects, James Gunn just knows what he's doing, it seems. He's just a really good filmmaker on that aspect. And then he also did a great job with the Scooby-Doo movies, the okay. live-action ones. Yeah. So um, I think this is a good good turn for the company, for sure. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. He's working with uh, uh, Peter, Peter Saffron, I believe, um, who has been working... I feel like it's not saffron. I feel like it's yeah, something else. Yeah, you're making that up. I, I Two know, truths and a lie. Yeah. To, <laughs> guess, guess what the lie is. <laughs> no, but uh, Peter has worked uh, with Warner Brothers before, has been like a partner with the projects in the past. So so it's like some, some old talent, but also some, some newer talent, I guess you could say, even though he's already worked in the industry for a while. Um, so yeah, that's a cool turn. We'll see how that affects the movies in the future since they seem to be on an upswing. Yeah. Uh, next story is um, seemingly a new Godzilla movie has been confirmed by uh, the Japanese studio Toho um, for 2023. So we shall see some more Godzilla action, rampaging, destruction stuff that everyone loves to see in the theaters. Yeah, they do like the action movies and thrillers. How many of those of those? <clears throat> excuse me, are there now? Oh, there's so many. I mean, if you look at the classic ones, like way back in the day. That was all the monster movies that, like, have turned into the modern-day monster special effects and everything. Um, but the recent ones, if that's the route you're going with, I mean, you have all the Kong movies are also under that umbrella. Yeah. Godzilla's under that umbrella. Um, I don't think they've done a Mothra movie. They just had Mothra show up in one of the movies. But, like, they have so many different monster characters under that umbrella. I want to say it's, like, just under 10 maybe yeah <laughs> mate I, I think i haven't seen every single one of them but um i just know that they're they're very popular just because of all the action and special effects they throw into it um so it's it's just cool to see a giant monkey fight a giant <laughs> lizard for a while you know sometimes you need to get away from the world and see that i agree <laughs> uh, when i was younger there was this game i liked um, called Rampage. Rampage, yeah. Um, yeah, essentially just big monsters uh, breaking down a bunch of buildings. I think that was the whole extent of the That's game. That's the whole thing, yep. <laughs> yep, uh, but yeah, monkeys and um Sometimes you need reptiles. some destruction. You Absolutely. just do. Tear it down. <laughs> and uh, that wraps up my news, so I think we're ready to move on uh, pretty quickly here to a skim through for the week. So our month theme is Election Day because... Uh, we're in the middle of midterms right now, uh, so we wanted something that kind of fits with the current news cycle, even though you're probably tired of seeing all those ads on YouTube and everything. Um, yeah, so, random text, and you don't even oh, know yeah, how they I've got your said, number. I don't know where they got <laughs> my number, but... That's crazy. Um, anyway, for Election Day, I I did some racking of my brain, and I was like, man, what movie involving politics could I talk about? You know, you have, like, big movies like independence day which have the sci-fi sort of thing <laughs> uh you have like um what is it white house down is that what it's called you something like me. that those those <laughs> different action movies where like oh no the president's under attack or the white house is under attack oh my goodness yeah that's a um, genre right yeah so i was like wow so many great movies involving politicians so i decided we would go with the disney channel original <laughs> movie my date with the president's daughter. 
This is another two truths and a lie. That's not a movie. It's so. a real movie. It's no. a real movie. Okay. Uh, I haven't <laughs> seen it in years. Uh, this was one that came out, I believe, early 2000s. Um, but it's called My Date with the President's Daughter. And, I mean, obviously the movie is about the main character going on a date with the president's daughter. Wow. Original <laughs> titling. I thought that that would be the best movie for us to do compared to all those other movies that I just listed. Uh, are you ready to get into it? Yeah. I, again, don't know which way this is going to go. I guess it's dependent upon plot. There's one thing that I may have in my head. I mean, it's really not closely related, but the thing about this is I'm sure we'll find a way to make it all tie together. Let's I'll, go for it. Yeah, I'll do my best. Like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I've kind of uh, racked my brain and done some research to familiarize myself with the, the plot again. Um, so we will run through, just like the last few times, uh, sectioning off the movie into two to three sections and catching up with you on uh, the route you want to take. All right. So starting off, we uh, our main character, Duncan, you know, he's just an average teenager. And him and his buddies are, are hanging out, and they're like, ooh, the dance, school dance is coming up. You need a date for the school dance. Let's make a bet that you can't find a, da- a date. Uh, and so he goes, uh, he takes the bet, and he, they're at the mall, and he meets this girl named Haley. And he asks her to the dance, and she says yes, and uh, gives him her address. Uh, and he's like, sweet, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win this bet. Um, well... We find out, we find out as the audience, first off, that this girl is actually the president's daughter oh. uh, who had snuck away from Secret Service at the mall. Uh, and so, we, obviously, Duncan doesn't find that out yet, but we know as the audience because she's talking to her dad about going to this, uh, going on this date, going to the dance, and he doesn't want her to go, but then eventually mm-hmm. he's talked into it by his wife, the first lady, and um, allows her to go. But, of course, the Secret Service has to go along with them because she is the president's daughter. Well, back at the Duncan residence, I mean, his last name's not Duncan, but at Duncan's house, they're throwing a holiday party for his dad's work. And uh, he's like, Dad, can I borrow your company car? It's like a red BMW. It's like super fancy. He's like, can I borrow your car to pick up this girl for the date? And he's like, no. And he takes it anyway. So he steals the car technically. Uh, and goes to pick her up at the address that he was given, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, so this dingus doesn't realize that that's the White House address. Right. He rolls up and he's like, what? No way. And uh, yeah, he picks her up with the caveat that, you know, the, the Secret Service has to follow them around. Uh, so they go out uh, to, to go see a movie. And that's where they're able to sneak away from Secret Service and uh, explore the mall and go on a shopping trip. Hmm. Well, in addition to the company car, Duncan has also stolen his dad's company credit oh, card. So, like, <laughs> we should probably make this about some sort of thief or yeah. something. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we've talked about a thief before. Yeah, a few, actually. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, he stole that, and they, they go shopping for, like, outfits for the dance. Um, and Duncan ends up calling his friends, and he's like, hey... So that girl that I asked to go to the dance, it's actually the president's daughter. And they're like, no way, man. That's like a lie, bro. And he's like, no, it's totally true. I swear. I'm going to bring her and then like, let's up the bet. 
And so he, he does that. <laughs> Sounds so, like you watched this movie recently. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I sounded just like them. And um, at this point, the Secret Service agents contact the president to let them know that they have lost the uh, sight of the daughter. And that's when the president orders that they bring Duncan's family to their uh, to the White House immediately. It's like a fundraiser event that they're having that night. Um, which is why he originally didn't want Haley to go on the date because he wanted her at the fundraising event. Um, so yeah, he orders like, bring bring them here immediately. We'll pause there. Okay. <laughs> what kind of story do you think that you could apply to this fantastic situation? This situation specifically? Um... Not too much comes to mind at the moment. <laughs> um, there's one thing I'm thinking of. Again, it's it's kind of a stretch. So there is one player in the NFL. He's dating a uh, professional athlete as well, um, but she's on the U.S. women's soccer team. So in terms of a global standpoint and global recognition, that should be who uh, first comes to mind. But unfortunately... Uh, for me, I can only think of the NFL player, so I, I guess I'm part of the problem. <laughs> like in uh, most circumstances, the uh, wife would be the one who's recognized and then be like, oh, what does your husband do? Uh, at least for me, it's the inverse. Um, but since she's attached to a U.S. team, um, let me look up. I think I know the NFL player. Uh, let me just look and see. It's like between one or two. Um, let's see. Um, okay, so yeah, Zach Ertz is married to Julie Ertz. So Zach Ertz is in the NFL. Uh, he plays for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, and then, as I mentioned, uh, Julie Ertz is on the U.S. Um, soccer team. And so that makes her an Olympic gold medalist, of course. Okay. Uh, okay. In, in recent years. Um, so... Just since one is, I guess, a president's daughter, and uh, that is, of course, a U.S. official. Um, this is a U.S. official team, somebody attached to the team. So um, I guess that's what I got. I, okay. um, I guess one. I could find out more about their story of how they met and other stuff. I really am not that big into, like, who athletes are dating or married to right uh to be honest but since they're both athletes and this is a show about sports um i'm sure <laughs> there was some sort of outstanding um i'm sure game or, as or, part of a or, bet. or match or something <laughs> i don't think so uh, maybe not. maybe she like uh, was part of a bet like oh she asked him out as part of a bet uh, okay. so, something like okay. you know there's stereotypes involved with and uh football players and nfl players so maybe they're chatting and kind of like i don't know poking fun at the situation maybe yeah. like so okay. you know some some girls were make and instead of guys having a bet like in your movies maybe some girls were having a bet i'm just speculating of course i have no idea <laughs> um, but like i said in terms of the global stage um all of the countries playing uh soccer or football with one another is Way more important, uh, way more recognized than NFL American football. Right. So that, again, is just where the speculation is coming from. Okay, so yeah, like <laughs> the Olympics is seen as higher than 
American football. Yep. In in status, I guess. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, okay, we'll go with that route. We'll continue to the next part of this <laughs> fantastic plot line here uh, and see if we can continue that story. <laughs> uh, so, picking up where we left off, uh, Haley wants Duncan uh, to take her to this this new club. They want to check out this new club called Club Alien um, that's near there. And so they go there, and, and they're heading there. And they are stopped at this red light, and they end up getting in a fight with some rednecks who are, are like, making comments at her and stuff. And she, like, is, is fighting them off and believes that Duncan's going to fight them for her. <laughs> and then he's just like, no, no, just run the red light. And they run over a dude's foot and, oh my. and get away. And this, like, starts a string of events that um, prevent them from getting to the dance on time, including, like, being at a biker bar where like a couple steals the car from them and they're like how do we where, how do we get to the dance now uh so yeah that's that's fun and then the president and duncan's dad are looking for the the two and they they go out to go find them and they get pulled over by a cop i think and the cop doesn't realize that that's the president in the car and he arrests both of them <laughs> for like a traffic violation um so yeah they get arrested for a traffic violation and um they they're later released to the families and stuff um at this point Haley learns about this bet okay oh. and you know typical movie it's like this is all part of a bet you yeah. don't actually like me blah, blah, especially blah. with dances and stuff yeah uh-huh yeah so she she ditches him for another dude oh, named wow. steve jeez <laughs> So yeah, and but Steve ends up being like a total gross guy, and is making like unwanted advances towards her. Oh Duncan finds Steve's house and gets in a fight with him, <laughs> and and saves Haley. Yay! So he does end up sticking up for her, unlike he did for the rednecks, which is, shows like some character growth. They they make up and they they kiss. Ooh, on the Lincoln <laughs> Memorial. Whoa, how romantic! Um, so they missed the dance, but they were able to have that romantic moment and they realize, uh oh, we might actually have feelings for each other. This isn't just like a, a one off date thing. Um, and so even though they didn't make it to the dance and he lost the bet, uh, Duncan still feels pretty positive about the whole situation and he doesn't care like if his friends don't, don't believe it. They, like, he's just like, whatever, you know, I, I know what happened. And I like this girl, so who cares if I lost money in the bet? <laughs> they they don't have to believe me. Um, well, and this is like after the the night of events, so we see like the resolution after the next day. And of course, Dad's mad at this dude. <laughs> like, you stole my car, and he's going easy on him at first, okay? But then he finds out that he used his credit card too and that's when he's like okay you're grounded you're not going out anywhere right um well at school the next day um the president shows up and they and like normal in in class too he shows up in class and thanks duncan for for um giving like Haley a nice date and everything and i think that's where it's like his friends are i, I want to say his friends are in the classroom like oh my god he was telling the truth the whole time he actually went on a date with the, the president daughter 
<laughs> yeah. And so as a result, Duncan's reputation at the school like is through the roof. He's like cool guy now. Um, his his father gets promoted at work because he allows his boss to meet the president and play golf with him. Oh. So you know you get some some uh, positivity there, which allows him to not ground Duncan anymore. And Haley and Duncan get to pursue a relationship and go on some future dates. Uh, though we see like as they're going out on their date, like I want to say the camera zooms out and you see like big SUVs of, of Secret, Secret Service, Service people yeah. and like helicopters following them to the date. So uh, a little humor to end the time there. And that's where our movie ends. So only two sections this time. Yeah. <laughs> happy ending, you know. They end up uh, being able to see each other and, and enjoy, hopefully, a very good relationship. Yeah, maybe happily ever after. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm on the most reputable source, Wikipedia, of course. I <laughs> uh, just figured I'd look at both of their personal life section and it's very aligned. It pretty much is <laughs> the exact same written. It's the um, same plot. It is. It's pretty much just like it was a bet. He proposed, oh. and then she became engaged. Like it's, and other than that, it's like the same writing. But obviously, it's part of the same story, so it makes sense. But okay. um, the first sentence is that they are both Christian. Uh, the second sentence being that in February 2016. They became engaged, so Zach Ertz, NFL tight end, and then um, Julie Ertz uh, looks like at the time was a still a collegiate athlete, I believe. Okay. Um, but they uh, he proposed to her at Clean Field, which is the Stanford University baseball stadium. So they both met at us. Okay, so it's still like a school kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Even so, though it's like the next step up from high school. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah, met at school. So this was so, before she was an Olympic athlete? Um, let's see. The, oh, I was wrong. Um, collegiate oh. from 2010 to 2013. Um, so they must have like went back. To their, oh, okay, so they went back to propose Like there. where they first met. Okay. Um, so yeah, well, she. That's cute. Yeah, let's see. So she was drafted, was playing with the uh, Chicago Red Stars in 2014, and then obviously um, timelines have to follow uh, when women's World Cups are being played and when Olympics are being played. But yeah, that was the uh, start of her career. Um, like I said, she's actually won um, a couple awards. Uh, like her Wikipedia page is much longer <laughs> uh, than hers in terms of uh, honors and awards, like and that individual, just, you know, that applies college, to the whole, like, club, international. Yeah, the difference of like the president's daughter being more high profile than, you know, this other high schooler, even though he, he becomes popular in the end, for sure. That's the thing. Um, like. Yeah, again, on the individual, college, club, international stage, plenty of awards, so that's great. But then um, Zach Ertz, obviously still a um, starter, uh, still relevant today. He's been on a Super Bowl winning team, and I believe, I don't see any reason why not he would 
Here we go. Yeah, he, uh, he's been invited to a couple Pro Bowls. Um, okay. So, yeah. Both have individual awards. Uh, one more than the other. One more recognized than the other. Um, so that kind of goes with this situation. But I'd say what's important, and I hate for it to be cheesy, but the plot line's <laughs> kind of cheesy, is like... Um, that they love one, each other. Yeah, <laughs> like I guess one not letting the other... Like she, she, she's up here and like you not being afraid, um, to date somebody and ask somebody to marry you. And then, uh, on the other hand, you have somebody that is more globally recognized and maybe this other person, like I said, you're at settings like, Oh, and what does your husband do? And you're like, well, actually, uh, you know, he's, uh, plays professional uh, football in the NFL, but, um, people may not recognize that may not be the first thing they think of and her not uh caring about that and yeah. caring just about the individual that it's they're with about, yeah, and that experience so sure. yeah kind of okay. corny cheesy on my but it's part, a good but... message <laughs> um and then yeah to i guess wrap it up um they were featured on espn the magazine's body issue for 2017 and in april 22 uh, 2022, um, they announced they were expecting their first child. They had their first son on August 11th, 2022. So actually, fairly recently. All right. This so is now pretty America's relevant. couple. Yeah. <laughs> I think that they should be the most famous couple in America. Again, like I said, <laughs> I'm part of the problem. I'm the one that thinks of uh, Zach Ertz first, just because of the sports that I follow. But that's not the case. I don't case. think of any of them. <laughs> I didn't know who they were until today. But like uh, around the world and maybe um, in terms of people that enjoy um, football or soccer more than American football, uh, they may be someone you recognize. Um, I'm also, I mean, we'll have to get into this and I'll have to do some homework. I'm also just not, since it's on all the time, I'm just, I don't dive that deep into um olympics it's just like if it's on it's on but if like, it's on i'll watch yeah if it's on like during the day and i find myself if i'm working missing a lot of stuff that was this um, most recent olympics <laughs> right for me. like i the only ones i saw was maybe like parts of events while i was out like at a restaurant and they were mm -hmm. just playing it i mean i keep up of course but in terms of i was actually tuning in um i, I missed a lot of stuff like you said yeah. um but yeah uh let's just tie this couple um with that couple. <laughs> All right. Okay. Good, good, good message overall between both couples. It's always fun to talk about Disney Channel original movies <laughs> from our, our childhood. Um, maybe next time we'll talk about Luck of the Irish. <laughs> I did want to just briefly state, do they always have super obvious titles uh, like that? Super obvious. I mean... Like you know exactly what it's going to be probably, about. Probably, yeah. I could probably uh, <clears throat> list a few for you right now. I heard of one that I've never seen, but this is the name of it. it to, like The name of it's really funny to me. It is, I believe, the garbage picking, field goal kicking, something like that. Because it's like a, a garbage man that ends up becoming a kicker in the NFL. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's, that's a Disney one? Yeah. Um, the ones that I'm seeing from the early thousands. So I think my date with the president's daughter was actually from the nineties. Okay. Uh, the ones from the thousands that are popular, are like camp rock. Um, that's about a camp with a bunch of rocks there, right? A bunch of rock stars. Yeah. <laughs> um, the princess protection program. Luck of the Irish was, was another one that was like a basketball one. 
Here we go. Um, the garbage picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomena. So yeah, not even uh, leading it up into interpretation of what team he plays on. He plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. So. And that's a Disney Channel movie? Or it's just a random movie? Uh, I believe it's Disney. Yeah, the Walt Disney Company. 1998. This one <laughs> flew under the radar a little bit. <laughs> Well, the thing about this movie, too, is that I think a band, like, wrote an original song for it, uh, just called My Date with the President's Daughter. And it, I just remember it being, like, not really that original of a song, but it has, like, that normal, like, 90s rock feel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just, like, I, I remember that playing while seeing, like, the SUVs and the helicopters following this it's this couple going out on a date it's not a disney movie but that kind of just reminds me of how they did the modern adaptation of uh romeo and juliet oh where they're just like wearing hawaiian shirts and like with like a bunch of caprio yeah Yeah. like the the rock soundtrack and stuff it's It's like like, so weird it's just like whatever was happening at the time was just speaking like the shakespearean words yeah they they didn't change the word it was still the same words but in new york (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like they're playing the offspring but then they're like uh, yeah, like you said, just Shakespearean. Right. Is the way I that bite my thumb at thee. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like such an odd blend of yeah. <laughs> time period and culture. It is but... weird. It is weird, for sure. <laughs> uh, well, that wraps up a skim through for this week um, and for this month. Thank you so much for joining that one. Uh, let us know if there's any other movies in the, the comments that you would have you would have done instead or any other connections you would have made between the uh sports and movie industry with this film um next month we'll be doing another one we'll announce the uh, theme for that month in what is it two weeks now we still have two more things to do Um, right next week is our poster post game analysis so be sure to join us for that yes i have a trick up my sleeve i'm gonna talk about a sport that we haven't talked about that much um if you have something that you would like to hear about uh we may be thinking the same thing but feel free to let us know uh on the replies to this in on twitter or uh comments on facebook uh yeah again we appreciate the feedback um and i think that brings us to two truths and a lie i think it does um do you want to go first Sure. I, again, use this as an opportunity to sneak in more news. <laughs> uh, it was just, I mean, again, a busy, busy week. All the sports going on. Won't have baseball. Um, but, yeah, there's just there's things heating up. So um, a player in the NHL sets a new record for the most goals with one team. So this player scored their 787th goal and they have now passed up Gordy Howe with the Detroit Red Wings. So this new player now is Alexander Ovechkin. So somebody um, still currently in the league, obviously, been with the same team uh, for a long time. Uh, that team is the Washington Capitals. So I'm just going to do a few facts about this player. Okay. Uh, nothing too overly complex. All right. Um, but, yeah, one of them is the... Uh, lie in this so okay gotcha. um they have been playing with or yes he has been playing with the capitals since 2001 he was drafted 
first overall in that draft, so not the second pick. Uh, That's one of the facts? Yes. Okay. And then he plays the position right wing. And that's another fact? Yeah. Okay. And then one of those is a lie. I say he's one been of playing. Two is a lie? No, I said uh, he's been playing with the team since 2001. Okay, 2001. Yep. First draft pick. Yep. And what was the last one? Right wing. Right wing. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's going to be something stupid like he plays a left wing. <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, he plays left wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to know. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know what that means. I just feel like <laughs> it's like it could either be like it's a different year or that he plays on the other wing if the left wing is a thing. So I guess, yeah, it could have been like uh, 2000. It could have been 2002. That's I true. That's that true. Route. That would have been hard. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess I uh, let you read between the lines a little bit here. <laughs> That's but. the fastest I've answered one of yours. I guess, yeah. I <laughs> uh, um, just wanted to bring some news into this a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, do some easier facts. Um, I don't want to do stuff about... I didn't mean to about... break your spirit. That's no, all. <laughs> that's all right. I, I truly thought that it would... happy I got it right. It could have went either way. Um, so what does that make me? Am I... Uh, you are one and one. One and one. Yeah. Oh, this is only the second episode. That's right. Yes. One and one. Awesome. Yeah. And you are one and all until now. Okay. Oh. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Let's, Let's see. see. All right. So for mine, which of the following singers did not start as a Mouseketeer on the Mickey Mouse Club? Hmm. Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, Aaron Carter. Hmm. Let's see. Interesting. Um, and I mean, if you don't know, the Mickey Mouse Club was like that show, like way back in the day, where you have like a bunch of kids in the audience, and they're like, or they also participate in the show. Okay. Um, and there's like some singing, I think, and some 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 little like side comments with them, I think. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's tough, but. I feel like since, and I, I could be wrong here, but um, Aaron Carter and Britney Spears both kind of like individually, um, and they're like all were making music at an early age, but they were doing it individually. And then Justin Timberlake was part of a group, correct? Yeah. So just for that reason, I'm using my process of elimination and saying that it was not uh, Justin Timberlake that... He didn't do that, and he did NSYNC. You think Justin Timberlake is, Timberlake is the, the lie? Yeah. Um, no, it's actually Aaron Carter. Oh, yeah. really? Aaron Carter was not on the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, Justin Timberlake was. Okay. And actually another NSYNC member, JC, was on there, too. I want to oh, say. Oh, so see? Obviously, yeah, I didn't know that. Weird, right, but right. If I would have known that connection, then makes sense how two other, from there. Yeah, yeah, other big members who, who started on, on that. Uh, you have Christina Aguilera was also on the uh, one of the Mouseketeers, and Ryan Gosling was a Mouseketeer at at one point. So yeah, Aaron Carter I wanted to throw in because of course the news recently recently passed away. Uh, so rest man. in peace uh, and uh, condolences to his family. Yes. Uh, but because he was also making music at the same time, kind of as these other two, I thought that it would kind of trick up, especially with Britney Spears. Like I. You went the same route that I thought 
that I thought when I first was looking. So, ah, uh, that was a tricky one. I should have made mine a little more tricky. <laughs> I didn't want to make it like, I mean, again, in terms of NHL, that's a sport that goes, um, and the players compete in the Olympics for their respective country. So, uh, him with Russia, mm-hmm. um, but I, I just didn't want to do like things that maybe you had never even heard of. Um, we haven't talked about hockey too, too much. I'm sure at some point we will do a fantasy fantasy draft. So you learned Crap. about two of the positions in hockey today. So we'll... Um, <laughs> They're both wings. Yeah, we'll, we'll dive in more. Um, we'll dive in more. So yeah. I, that's it for this week's episode. So Sorry. we went... Uh... You're one and one, and one I'm and one. one and one. I was hoping I could. So we're tied now. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, kidding. you're trying yep. not to talk about it. We're tied now, so you got to join us next week to see if we break this tie or if we continue it. Um, and then next week, of course, also join for that poster post game analysis. Super fun stuff. Absolutely. Um, as always, I'm Wes. You can find me on Twitter at wskimmilk or on my website wskimmilk.com uh, for this podcast as well as my other two. Dev. You can find me on Twitter as well, DevonLang32 for NFL and fantasy football analysis. My articles that are featured on NFLSpinZone.com are posted weekly and pinned to my profile. All right. Thank you for joining us again. We'll see you next time. Thanks, folks. See See ya. If It Has a Score is available on all your favorite podcasting providers. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Shoot Your Shot Sports, and more. Thank you again for tuning in. We will see you next week.